Hello everyone, this is Tribecast episode 19 and my name is Marina. And before we go to today's interview, pretty regular thing for a while, some updates from Tribe Tampere startup community. Tribe is recruiting. There are three open positions, financial lead, project coordinator and growth intern. Check them out and join the Tribe's awesome operational team. Speed networking event. Startup edition is happening 25th of May. In this event by BayX, you'll have a chance to meet representatives of various startup incubators, accelerators, entrepreneurship societies, business hubs, and workspaces, build useful connections, find a mentor or even an investor. Mix and match networking event with the topic of health is happening 26th of May. This is a great place for early stage innovative ideas or startup teams to find a core team member, co-founder or anyone to offer their skills and experience to develop innovative business cases to the next level. Check out Tribe Tampere Facebook page or Tribe Slack general channel weekly update to find more information and links to all these events and opportunities. And last but not the least, let me remind you that from 1st of June Tribe Castra is going on holidays. So if you have someone who will be a great guest for our podcast, message us in the next week and this week, so before the end of this month, so we still can record a couple more interviews. And now let's meet our guests. Right, hello everyone, this is episode 19, and before we go on our summer holidays, there is still time for a few more interviews. Um, my name is Marina, this is Tribecast, thank you for listening to us. Today we're gonna talk, we're gonna check what's happening with Tribe Tampere startup ecosystem, and we have one more startup joining our improvised studio today. Uh, basically, we crumbled onto their flat, uh, onto their floor. Anyways, uh, today we have Tony and Yuhani from Krautschupa. And first things first, let's, uh, gentlemen, let introduce themselves to our listeners. So hi, my name is Tony Bayou. I'm the CEO and uh, co-founder of Krautschupa. Um, I have a background. I graduated in uh, from the University of Tampere in regional science. And um, after that, I worked a bit uh, for the city of Tampere. I went abroad, lived in different places like Kazakhstan and Papua New Guinea and Mozambique working on um, UN projects, um, then came up with Krautschupa, came to Finland, set it up, and uh, and yeah, uh, have been happy ever since. I have a <laughs> daughter and a son, so I'm a proud father of two children also. Hello everyone, my name is Johanni Boutonen, I'm 32 years old, and I've been working for Krautschupa for a few months now as a head of communications. And my background is from communications and marketing. And I've also been uh, an entrepreneur for about six years of my life, mostly uh, in the wellness sector. And my education is Master of Science in Economics and Business Administration. Right. And for those of our listeners who don't know anything about your startup yet, but are very eager to learn, um, would you please tell what exactly is Krautschupa? What do you do there? And by the way, what does the name mean? Krautschupa is a game for crowdsourcing data collection. 
So you have a map which has uh, virtual objects that are collected by recording GPS tag videos. It's like a real-life version of Pac-Man um, with a twist of Pokemon Go. And uh, people collect these objects by recording the videos. We can analyze pavement condition from the videos and we pay people for each object they collect. So you get actual money to your bank account at the end of the day for the objects that you collected. And uh, the <laughs> name... Uh, originally, we were Karchupa, which comes from the Cape Verdean national dish, Kachupa. <laughs> and then we changed to Krautchupa, because um, we're not just doing car lanes anymore, we're do doing also bicycle lane condition surveys. So that reflects it better. And we're still going to change it one more time. So that that's impressive, combined with with your background. Uh, that's that's really interesting. Um, how did you come up with this idea? How did it all start? Um, the idea came... I was actually leading a project in Mozambique on uh, road climate resilience. And um, we were doing road condition surveys up in up in these uh, provinces, which were actually uh, hit, hit during that time by the cyclone Idai, which I think was the most powerful cyclone to hit the southern hemisphere and we were out in the field at that time um, and uh, w I, I thought it was a horrible trip <laughs> it was raining uh, we got stuck we had to be <laughs> rescued by some other contractor <laughs> because our cars got stuck and couldn't pass one bridge and then um, at the same time I had uh, found out about this uh, road AI developed by Vaisala, uh, which enables analyzing pavement condition from video image. I thought that anyone could just take that image for us, so we wouldn't have to travel out especially to do this uh, data collection. That's how I came up with the idea, and then, um, well, eventually we thought how to make it into a, a process that is fun, gets people engaged, and makes it uh, systematic, and that's how we came up with the Pac-Man idea, which it gives it all those... Uh, well, all, all those kind of uh, features. Right. As far as I got, Johan is pretty a new member to the team. Um, would you like to share what is the best about your work? How does it feel for you to work in this specific startup? Well, I think the best things about this work are that I can work in an entrepreneurial manner. And my work is quite broad in terms of what I do. And I can decide or prioritize my work a lot and I can really affect on the future of the company, especially now when there's only a couple of guys working with this company. So I don't know, I like the power I have in my hands and the possibilities. Speaking of future, how do you see the future of the company and what are your, I don't know, long-term goal, short-term goal? What's your next step? So we've actually just entered a distinctly different phase from uh, what it was uh, when we started out a year ago. So that's when we were just trying out how does this um, uh, concept actually work, uh, how we're able to um, achieve the data collection, the quality of the data, how we are able to draw customers. But now we've actually done quite well recently in terms of sales. We have uh, 10 clients we're interested in um, buying our services and we're actually solving real burning needs for them. So 
now we are uh, turning more into a um, phase of uh, just trying to uh, grow our customer base, find out new um, use cases for the app, and essentially just build a good business out of it. And also we are uh, raising capital. So um, I, I guess those are the main, main things we are working with at the moment. And uh, the next next phase, I hope, will be then scaling up once we uh, sort out all, all the things we're working on now. So if there is an investor among our listeners who's willing, who's looking for a new startup, then probably CrowdTrooper can be one of your choices. Don't hesitate to contact guys. I know that, for example, they're pretty reachable on LinkedIn. I have one tricky question. Uh, when we talk about startups, and definitely you can be considered a startup, uh, we usually say that uh, it's about somehow changing the world. What is this change in the world thing in your startup? Why are you, in a sense, important? We're cutting down the costs of uh, road condition surveys. Roads are pretty important. They're actually, I guess, they're the most valuable infrastructure asset that a city has. Um, there's huge amounts of money in, in, in roads. And as such, taking care of them is really important. And there's a uh, certain uh, section in the timeline of a road uh, when it starts to deteriorate. In a certain point, it starts deteriorating really, f uh, really fast. And uh, if you're able to fix it before that, you can get get away with like tenth of the cost. And um, in that sense, we have brought on a new fun uh, way to actually keep keep updated the uh, the data on the condition of the roads. This is really fast and cheap to collect it, uh, the data in a way that we do. So cities are able to stay on top and as such this gives them a shot at doing this kind of preventative maintenance which will then hopefully save a lot of money uh, for the municipalities. And that's, uh, a, I think that's a game changer in a way. So by using our CrowdTube application, the citizens can actually uh, affect the built environment around them compared to like having a consult consultant doing the same work for the city. So basically doing good for your own city. Right. Uh one more tricky question then. Is there a possibility to cheat or to do some kind of fraud with your app? Because I'm a non-tech person. I know very little about roads. I don't even have a car or a driving license. My understanding of road is, you know, somewhere where the bus goes. So very little understanding. Um, is it possible to somehow, you know, mark that, okay, here there is a bit, bit a bad part of the road? Can I get my money just out of blue without actually having, you know, bad part of the road there? And if there is such a possibility, how do you, you know, um, prevent this happening? If there is not, then what is your safety point? Uh, you don't get paid for the defects that you identify. You get paid for the video that you, you produce and the AI model um, then analyzes the defects from the video. So that's basically subjective done by the same model. All we need to do is to make sure that the videos follow certain quality guidelines, that the camera angle is correct, you don't have any objects blocking the view, you don't have any um, reflections on the windshield. 
So uh, we, we do a manual um, quality control during the surveys, which usually take place over a day or two. So we just check all the videos and then we, then we approve them if they are correct. So you have a now an office uh, at Platform 6 building. Uh, what was your reason for uh, moving to this kind of office, if there was any specific reason or was it just okay there's office for rent in the city we can just go there um do you feel that uh you have you're now part of the community or do you feel that those are just some weird people who uh makes a lot of noise and don't let you work normally or well first of all it gives me and Johanny the possibility to work face to face and the communications is much better especially at this early in the in the company's development we don't necessarily have a very high uh, level of routine yet, so it's important that we work face-to-face. This gives us the opportunity. But yeah, we also appreciate the um, the community around us. There's a lot of uh, talk between us and, for example, the lineup up guys. Uh, so we're sharing experiences and uh, and some kind of a heads up if there's something, some new updates coming to the uh, app store which might affect the other's app. So these kind of things we really enjoy it <laughs> yeah and i could add that the expenses are actually really low low for the startups being here and yeah i've enjoyed it a lot here too it's a lot nicer to work uh with tony here than by myself at home because we can uh talk more about the cases we have for the day and uh, at the moment, I think it's quite quiet here. So maybe normally there are a lot more startups here and it could be a bit crowded and not so easy to concentrate on your work. But at the moment, it's been really nice and cozy for us. And of course, the free coffee is big plus. Right. And um, if someone got interested in your app, are you already uh, online on uh, App Store? Where can one download it and, you know, how to find you and if there is any special technicalities? We now have like 10 projects ongoing. We just did uh, some road surveys in Vihti, Kuopio, Vaasa, Lempäällä and Paimio during the spring. And then um, we are still going to have, if you're interested in participating, we're going to do a bicycle lane survey next summer. In, in July it will be in Tampere, Helsinki. Lempäällä, Vaasa, Kuopio, Paimio, Vihti. There's quite many cities. I think there were a few more as well. And then um, then anyone can just uh, download the app from the App Store or um, the um, or the Play Store. Uh, for Play Store, it's actually not available outside of Finland yet. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, for others, uh, they can download the um, app and then uh, see the objects on the map by the uh, if or if they have a phone holder for the bike they can just install put their phone there start collecting the coins and get paid all right so if you're a bicycle owner you can uh, check on the app store and also i guess uh if people have questions they can uh, read more about your project on your website or contact you directly uh, i just wanted to say that we're quite active on the facebook page so i think that's the main main place to hear about us 
Yeah, and the page is Crowdtrooper, of course. Right, anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? Anything you'd like to add? If there are any investors listening who have a little bit of extra, here is a good chance to do a 100x return by investing as well. We're still cheap. That was pretty uh, good action, final words, I'd say. Right. Thank you very much for this interview, gentlemen. Um, now we know a bit more about what's happening in Tampere startup ecosystem. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This was Tribecast episode 19 and my name is Marina. This is all for this week. If you like what Tribecast trades do, support us on Patreon. Otherwise, continue listening, subscribing and sharing your opinions about our episodes via your favorite platforms and follow us on Instagram. Have a great and productive working week and stay warm and tuned.